Welcome to this episode of the Forged Youth Podcast with Jess and Cap. Join us as we learn how to live a life of victory forged by faith. Welcome to today's episode of the Forged Youth Podcast. We have something really exciting to share with you today. Um, It's actually going to be over the course of a few episodes. We're going to split this into several episodes because it is a fairly long interview, but it is all valuable. So we're going to share this interview that we had with Josie Rogers. Josie Rogers, you'll hear about her story. She is a missionary to the Middle East and she lives in Iraq. Like, how cool is that? So um, anyway, a little bit of background. I heard about Josie when I was in school, um, when I was in Bible school. And one of my instructors was talking about this single girl who was the same age as me, who was sailing up the Amazon and preaching the gospel to people who had never heard his name. And it inspired me so much. And I hope that her story, our prayer is that her story inspires you as young people, or you may not be a young person. You may be an older person listening to this, but my prayer and Cap's prayer is that this inspires you to give God your yes and say yes to what he's calling you to do in your world and your generation. So let's go ahead and dive into this interview. That, that is how in that particular time that the Lord was actually confirming what I was already sensing. Uh-huh. And that's something important to learn as well is number one, you don't make decisions by yourself. Yeah. Is you get wise counsel. Mm-hmm. We have to be led by the spirit of God. And that comes through praying in the spirit that comes through the word of God that comes through receiving through mentors, through pastors. But with that said, it's just super important when you know that you're making a big life decision that you reach out and ask for help. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that, that seemed for me in that moment, the Lord was confirming what I was feeling. So, so when I moved to Uganda, I, I went to help Daniel Barbanti is his name, and he has a ministry called the Abana Project, and that is helping little African Ugandan kiddos get an education. Aww. And he started a little little church. And so when I when I moved there to help him, it was in the baby very beginning stages. So I ended up taking on a lot more than I should have, but that happens when you pioneer work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, w- I was helping doing the teaching, the preaching, the discipling of the women, um, the administrative and the accounting mm. <laughs> and living where I was working. <laughs> so on our property with the beginning, we we had church underneath the mango tree. <laughs> and it was so precious. And then Daniel ended up raising funds to buy a tent. Aww. And so. On the property, we had two buildings, which was where the staff lived. So we had Daniel and his men's staff, and then me and my lady African staff. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had the tent outside, and that's where we had church. And it was cool and beautiful and little kids running around all the time. Um, And something that oftentimes when people think of African nations, they just think it's dirty and poverty and that's true, but it's because they're not really taught. Yeah. 
So something that we did every Friday was anybody who came to the church to clean up the property because it was a relatively large property, pick up the trash, pick, pick it up, uh, make it beautiful for church on Sunday. We would reward them with a nice mm. meal. Mm. And so that was a way for fellowship, but for also training, teaching them that when you, when you work hard, you'll be rewarded. Right. Yeah. And then I would run like five days a week. I would run three to five miles a day. And so I had this trail of children behind me every single day running <laughs> with them. and um, running these dirt, red dirt roads up and down the hills. I loved it. But that was like my only time of sanity in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Kids knocking at my door at like 6 a.m., not leaving until 10. I'm like, I'm not even married. I don't have kids. <laughs> but I'm their mama. I'm their American yeah. mama. And so it was, it was wonderful. And there was a lot of fruit that came from it. But I, Josie, wasn't taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I learned through this situation is I ended up burning out. Mm-hmm. And that is not the heart of the Lord, not yeah. at all. And so often in ministry stateside or in ministry overseas, we take on more than we can handle. Yeah. And, but something I did do is I was training other women to take the jobs I was doing, but even in the training, I was still doing a lot, uh-huh. you know? And so with that said, I think for teenagers, something that they should begin to learn now is that. When the Lord calls you to do something, he, for one, doesn't call you to do it alone. Yeah. And then also he wants you to establish healthy boundaries. Yeah. That you don't always have to say yes to, to, to your leader's request in regards to mm-hmm. serving. Yeah. It's okay to say no. You don't, don't feel obligated because you love the Lord and you want to help that. Mm-hmm. You always have to have your yes. You have to be there when they open the door and when they close the door and yeah. you have to be involved in everything under the sun. No, no. (laughs) But one thing that we see, though, is from the head down. And Mm -hmm. and that's our example. That's what we do, right? Mm -hmm. So with that said, after a year, I got to a point of, I have to leave now. Mm -hmm. So my, my home church flew me home. And I ended up going to a... I don't mind being open and honest. I went to a retreat center for burned out missionaries and pastors. Oh, wow. Yeah. And because I, I I had literally plowed myself into the ground Mm -hmm. and there was something that the Lord needed to, to heal me from, but also just to reestablish some healthy pillars. Yeah. And one of those pillars is called self care. Yes. (laughs) Another pillar is called Sabbath. (laughs) community yeah <laughs> <laughs> so th- those were some and, and also I hadn't pastored before so in in the Amazon we were doing more evangelistic work and pioneering work mm-hmm. but there I wasn't traveling I was established in one location and so the Lord was also teaching and training in me something that needed to be but even still I needed to learn how to say no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after Uganda, oh, one of those cool things about Uganda is when I when I was there in the spring of 2016, there was RSWM, Rama School of World Mission students, four of them that came uh-huh. and one 
them was a single woman and I have now been mentoring her almost since that time. And now she's a full-time missionary there. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's so awesome. (laughs) So, so with that said, receiving short-term help is super important because of what the Lord can do in that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if any of these youth listening have a heart for missions, it's, it will be beneficial to them to seek out missionaries in regions around the world where they can go and help or visit or go with a, a, um, a missions group or something yeah. to open the door for an experience. Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. good. We had the mission trips during the spring and um, I, had a, I went to the one for the Navajo reservation. And um, just being able to kind of go and, and help the established, you know, pastors and ministers there, you know, it was a relief to them for sure, um, because, you know, they needed that time and everything like that. So I would definitely echo that sentiment of, you know, if there is something to do, go do it. You know, if you have a chance to do it, then absolutely. And also go back to that self-care piece, you know, Jessica and I are both teachers. And so we kind of get the same kind of pressures when it comes to always having to do stuff and saying yes and being available and all that. So um, we've kind of started to realize too, that it, there is a self-care aspect involved in it. You can't bring your work home every night and all that stuff. So that's a really cool that you brought that up. And, and really like you're saying, self-care is not just for pastors or missionaries or ministers. It's, it's for all of us. Yeah. We all, it's super important for us to have a Sabbath day of rest where we're not giving out or working, answering emails, sending out text messages, where we are really just being with our husbands and our wives and our children. If we have mm-hmm. children. Yeah. Watching movies, reading a book, going yes. on a hike, cooking something fun, mm-hmm. something that is life giving mm-hmm. to you. And that will be different from person to person. But when you find out what is life giving to you, when you do it, you feel refreshed and it prepares you. Of course, we go to church, we receive from the word of God, we have our community, like all of that. Yes. But what you as a person, we are, you and me, we're, we are a three part being, spirit, soul, yeah. and body. Gotta feed ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so during that sabbatical time, I didn't minister for like five months. And then I, I was headed to the women's conference in September, mm-hmm. the flame and brother Joe asked me to speak to the missions group. So I went and spoke. And as I was sitting in the back on the computer on my laptop to prepare to teach the Holy ghost dropped in my spirit right then and there, the name of my nonprofit, the name of my ministry and nine countries between Middle East and North Africa. And mm-hmm. so I wrote thing down real quick and then I went up to teach. <laughs> so so um, I ended up talking with brother Joe about that and then reaching out to Grady and Becky Pickett and they've huh? been in Iraq 2009. And so I then also reached out to a couple other people because those were countries that the Lord had put on my heart. And when I, when I, when I reached out to, to Becky, she said, just come make a trip out here. See, see, see. Yeah. And so that, that was in, I think November of 2017 when I reached out to her and then I went in April and I was going on a, a month trip to spy out the land. 
Yeah. <laughs> and on the plane ride there, the Lord said, this is where you're moving. And you're moving here this summer. I said, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I had been at that time, like I said, I hadn't been doing any ministry. And so my, my stateside base has always been Arizona. So I had been sitting under my home pastor, receiving, but also serving. And um, just being a part, as I was ready, the, the door was open for me to serve in worship. Because mm-hmm. I also, I served on my worship team since I gave my life to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at my home church, they, they, were, they never pressured, but they mm-hmm. opened the door when I was ready. And yeah. so my pastor had asked me to lead a team to the Amazon. So I was going to Iraq and then going on this trip back to the work that we started, as I mentioned. And so on the plane ride, the Lord speaks that to me. I get there. I'm there for a month and I say, nope. <laughs> <I don't laughs> <want it." laughs> so isn't that so sweet of the Holy Spirit to give me that direction before? Yeah, it is. Because the Holy Spirit does want to show us things to come because yeah. our flesh wants to speak. Mm-hmm. Our flesh yeah. wants to speak loud yes. and our flesh want to obey the leading of the Lord or build the kingdom. Yeah. And so that's why we can't be led by our emotions, right? Mm-hmm. So true. Thank you for joining us today for the Forged Youth Podcast and this interview with Josie Rogers. We hope you will join us next time as we continue this interview and um, get to hear more about Josie's story. Definitely look down in the about section for this episode to see how you can connect with Josie and what she's doing in the Middle East to see, you know, ways you can support her through prayer, through partnership, any of those things. Also check out the links for Rama Bible Training College. If you are looking for a Bible school, that is the place to go. We are all graduates of that, all three of us in this interview, and we we absolutely believe in what Rama is doing in the world. So we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Until then, continue living a life of victory forged by faith. <laughs>